What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the movies Pieces of a Woman and Dark Waters. But first, let's talk about the movie Pieces of a Woman. Here's a quick synopsis. After losing a child during a home birth, Martha not only has to deal with the heartbreak, but she also has to deal with a court trial following the tragedy. I really like this movie. This movie was highly anticipated by me because I had heard great things about the performance of Vanessa Kirby, and that performance 100% lived up to the hype. I would not be surprised if Vanessa Kirby goes home with the Oscar. You might know Vanessa Kirby from some of the bigger projects she's appeared in. She had supporting performances in the latest Mission Impossible film, Mission Impossible Fallout. She appeared in the hit Netflix series The Crown in seasons past. And she also had a supporting performance in Hobbs vs. Shaw with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Jason Satham. But this is really her breakout performance. It's her first lead performance performance and it might be the performance that lands her an Oscar. I think without a doubt she at the very least is going to get an Oscar nomination. And the category of best leading actress is all over the place this year. I've heard good things about Carrie Mulligan and Promising Young Woman. Some of my favorite performances this year have come from Anya Taylor-Joy and Emma. I also loved Christine Milioti in Palm Springs. Those are the performances I hope get nominated. I think Vanessa Kirby is definitely going to get nominated for Pieces of a Woman, and it's definitely the type of movie where I could see her getting the Oscar win. I mean, in the category, you also have Viola Davis from Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, but I don't think she's in enough of that movie to get her a Best Leading Actress. I think Vanessa Kirby is going to get it because she is the most lead-like performance I've seen this year from an actress. She 100% carries this movie. This movie would be basically unwatchable without her in it. She is way better than the movie she's in. There's one other actor I want to point out that's in this movie, and it, it's about time somebody says this, so I think I should be the one to say it because I'm a huge fan of this guy's work. Benny Safty is not only a great director, but he is also becoming a really good actor. He gave a really good performance in his movie, Good Time, along with Robert Pattinson, and then he shows up in this movie in a supporting performance. He's only in like two or three scenes and he is tremendous in this movie and I think he might very well soon be more well known for his acting abilities than his directing abilities. Look at his upcoming film projects. He's going to appear in the new Paul Thomas Anderson film along with Bradley Cooper. I think that movie's going to be pretty good. That could be the movie that puts this guy on the map as an actor. And he's also going to appear in the Showtime show called Curse along with Emma Stone and comedian Nathan Fielder. Benny Safdie is a really good director along with his brother Josh. They directed Good Time. They directed Uncut Gems. But it's his acting ability that he's not getting enough credit for. He's so good in Good Time and he's so good in Pieces of a Woman. I'm such a fan of this guy's work as both an actor and a director. The first 20 minutes of Pieces of a Woman is the most intense I've ever seen a movie open with. And by the way, it is not for the faint of heart. If you can 
can't take an extreme movie, then maybe you should not watch Pieces of a Woman because it is so intense right away. You are just right in it. It is a visceral experience the first 20 minutes of this movie. And it is so intoxicating once you understand what's going on. You just feel like you're part of the experience. After that 20 minutes, there are some more great moments in this movie, but the thing that's keeping Pieces of a Woman from being considered a great film is what I call its lack of consistent tone. This movie does not know its consistent tone. It does not feel like it's in the same movie. Some of this movie feels really real and honest, while other moments feel absurd and out of place. Like, there is not a consistent tone in Pieces of a Woman. My favorite movies feel like they are one tone. The whole 90 minutes feel like a tone. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about Benny Safdie as a great director. His films, Uncut Gems and Good Time, are intense throughout the entire film. The first 20 minutes of Pieces of a Woman is super intense, and then the film kind of loses the momentum throughout. They cannot capture that same magic that it had in the first 20 minutes. I mean, you watch a Greta Gerwig film like Lady Bird and Little Woman. There is a consistent tone. I love films that have a consistent tone. They feel of a piece. It all feels connected. I feel like Pieces of a Woman is all over the place when it comes to the tone of the movie. There is one scene in this movie that is definitely Vanessa Kirby's Oscar winning moment and it's a courtroom scene where she gives a fantastic speech where she, her character comes to the realization that blaming someone for the loss of her child or getting money is not going to bring her child back or make her feel any better. I 100% love this scene and it almost brought me back to that earlier scene where I was like, wow, this is another great moment, but those great moments in this movie are few and far between. So I think Vanessa Kirby will be the only thing about this movie that gets Oscar nominated. I don't think Ellen Burstyn will get a nomination for Best Supporting Actress. It's not that great a role. I don't think any other performance is that good. I don't think this movie will come anywhere near to getting a Best Picture nomination. I think this movie will win possibly one Oscar and that's Vanessa Kirby for Best Leading Actress because this performance is way better than the movie she's in. There's one movie that I think Pieces of a Woman has a lot in common with and that's Rabbit Hole. This Nicole Kidman, Aaron Eckhart, Miles Teller film that also deals with a tragic loss. Now in that film Nicole Kidman loses a kid that's already been born and had a life up until that point. But both of these films, Rabbit Hole and Pieces of a Woman, are dealing with this idea of what do you do after a tragedy? Do you look for someone to blame or do you move on with your life and how hard is it for you to move on? I think Rabbit Hole is a better movie because it consistently answers those questions and again, there's a singular tone in Rabbit Hole. I absolutely love that film, Rabbit Hole. I definitely recommend you watch it if you haven't seen it. I think it better deals with how you deal with tragedy after you suffer and how you deal with forgiveness. I think Pieces of a Woman has pieces of those answers, but I don't think it fully answers the question of how you deal with tragedies. Overall, I think Pieces of a Woman is a good film that will not be remembered for being great, but will be remembered for Vanessa Kirby's great performance, especially if she ends up taking home an Oscar. I definitely recommend you check 
out pieces of a woman. Now let's switch gears and talk about the movie Dark Waters. Here's a quick synopsis. Corporate lawyer Robert Belote sacrifices years of his life defending a small town in West Virginia against the giant oil company DuPont who knowingly put dangerous chemicals in the water. This is a movie I knew existed for the longest time but never had the chance to watch and now that I finally got to watch it, it 100% lived up to my expectations. And here are a few of the reasons why. First off, Mark Ruffalo. This is really Mark Ruffalo's first lead performance in film. Like, I've known Mark Ruffalo for the longest time. I thought he was one of the best actors known to man, but I'd never seen him give a lead performance. He's had really great supporting performances in films like Zodiac, Foxcatcher, Spotlight, You Can Count on Me, The Kids Are Alright, and Begin Again, but I've never seen him give a lead performance where he has to carry the entire movie, and he does that in this film, Dark Waters. And the fact that he didn't get an Oscar nomination a few years ago for this performance is criminal. It's one of the best performances I've ever seen him give. And this is a guy who's given so many memorable performances. He is one of the best actors living today. He is the most underrated actor working today. I mean, look at the recent performances he's giving in this. He's brilliant. And then in the HBO miniseries, I know this much is true. He won an Emmy for. Like, this guy is on another level when it comes to the acting profession. Not enough people put his name in the discussion of best actors working today because on my list, he's right at the very top. When I hear Mark Ruffalo is in something, I got to see it immediately. Also in this movie is Tim Robbins, and Tim Robbins is one of those guys that people forget how good of an actor he is. I mean, this guy has given so many memorable performances. He was in Bull Durham. He's terrific in that film as Newt. He was also in the film The Player. I 100% recommend you check out the movie The Player. This was directed by the late great director Robert Altman. This film is magnificent. So many celebrities show up in that film. It shows the dark side of Hollywood. So definitely recommend The Player. He also starred in The Shawshank Redemption along with Morgan Freeman. I mean, Tim Robbins for a time period was one of our very best actors and in this Dark Waters he gives his best performance in film since his Oscar winning performance in Mystic River. Mystic River is one of my all time favorite films directed by Clint Eastwood starring Sean Penn, Tim Robbins, Lawrence Fishburne and Kevin Bacon and Penn and Robbins ended up winning Oscars. That's another movie I recommend. I love rewatching that film. So it's really nice to see a guy like Tim Robbins appear in a movie like this because he is so good. His scenes with Mark Ruffalo are so good in this movie. There is one scene in this movie where Mark Ruffalo's character, Robert, tells Tim Robbins' character that they're not going to make any money out of this case and Tim Robbins says that if you think I'm doing this for the money, then you don't know me at all. That is the best scene in this movie. Also in Dark Waters is Anne Hathaway and it's good to see Anne Hathaway in a great 
great movie again because the last few she have been in has been massive misfire. She was in Serenity with Matthew McConaughey, a movie called The Hustle with Rebel Wilson, the last thing he wanted with Ben Affleck, and a remake of The Witches directed by Robert Zemeckis. I've loved Hathaway as an actress since seeing her in movies like The Princess Diaries and Ellen Enchanted, and she became a full-on movie star with films like The Devil Wears Prada. She, of course, won an Oscar for Les Mis. She is a great actress. I mean, I love her in Interstellar, The Dark Knight Rises. She is one of the best movie stars, and she deserves to show up in great movies. So to see her in a movie like this, I am 100% on board with, because I think she's really good when given the chance to be really good. If she's in a movie that doesn't have it, she's probably not going to bring it. But if she's in quality films recently, like The Intern, then she can still give memorable performances. She, like Robbins, has some really good scenes with Mark Ruffalo. Rounding out the supporting cast of this film are Bill Camp, who you might know from recent big-time projects like The Queen's Gambit and Joker. You also have Victor Garber, who's having quite a moment starring in films like Happiest Season. He is best known for his role in the film Legally Blonde. And you also have Bill Pullman, who is most famous for playing the president in Independence Day. There are some really good supporting actors in this movie, and they deliver really good supporting performances. Dark Waters was directed by one of the best directors working today, Todd Haynes. He's most well known for directing the film Far From Heaven, which starred Julianne Moore. He also directed one of my favorite films of all time, Carol, which starred Kate Blanchett and Rooney Mara. I love this film. If you have not seen Carol, definitely recommend it. This guy is so good at making interesting films about real people in real life situations and making it as entertaining as possible. That's what Carol is, and that's what Dark Waters is. It's an entertaining film that's also informative and shows aspects of real life. A great companion piece or double feature with Dark Waters would be the movie A Civil Action, this underrated John Travolta film that I love. I saw this in school. Both A Civil Action and Dark Waters are based off of true stories, and like Dark Waters, A Civil Action has an amazing cast. You have John Travolta giving one of his most underrated performances. We talk about John Travolta in the 90s with movies like Get Shorty and Pulp Fiction, but he is such a movie star in a civil action. It's one of his best performances he's ever given. And just look at the supporting cast of this movie. Robert Duvall, he gets an Oscar nomination for his performance in a civil action. He is amazing in the film. You also have William H. Macy, Tony Shalhoub, John Lithgow, and the late great James Gandolfini all are on fire in this film. I mean, that cast is so impressive. I remember being so impressed with Tony Shalhoub in this film. It was the first time I'd seen that guy. And William H. Macy was like early on in his run as a movie star. I think he was just coming off getting nominated for an Oscar for Fargo. I think people forget William H. Macy was so good as a supporting actor in movies. Again, Fargo. He's amazing in Fargo. He also showed up in the Paul Thomas Anderson film Boogie Nights. He shows up in Magnolia, another Paul Thomas Anderson film. Most people know William H. Macy as a TV star from Shameless, but he was one of the best supporting actors in movies around in the late 90s. I love 
love both movies, but the movie I like more is Dark Waters because Dark Waters is more realistic to me because I think Dark Waters shows the cost of someone doing the right thing. Robert is this corporate lawyer who is trying to do the right thing, but years of his life are spent trying to win this case and trying to prove that this oil company is villainous. And it's uh, it's at a huge cost for him personally. He has fights with his wife, played by Anne Hathaway, throughout the movie. You better know what you're doing. This better help us at some point. I mean, Mark Ruffalo's character in this movie had a comfortable life. He had no real reason or motive to help this town other than this town member, played by Bill Camp, knew his grandmother. That's the only reason he's helping this guy out, but he's also helping this guy out because it's the right thing to do. I think this movie is a great reminder that sometimes doing the right thing can come at a risk to yourself and it can still be worth doing. There is even a point later on in the movie where Mark Ruffalo's character has some health issues because of all the pressure he's putting on himself to be the savior to this small town. Doing the right thing can come at a cost, but it can still be the right thing to do and the thing you're supposed to do. You shouldn't always have to take the easy way out. I like this movie's message when it comes to that. Robert didn't have anything to gain financially. He didn't have anything to gain becoming a well-known person. He just had something to gain by helping these people who were in a less fortunate situation than himself. And he spent years of his life trying to do the right thing. And in the end, it was 100% worth it because he probably saved some lives and got the water to stop being infested with chemicals at some point. Dark Waters is one of those movies that didn't get award buzz. It didn't get seen by a huge amount of people. It didn't make a lot of money at the box office. But for me, it's still the kind of movies that need to be made. I love this movie's message that corporations should not be trusted and that they don't care about you as a human being. The bottom line for them is about making money. It's not about your well-being. They are willing to risk so many lives in this film just so that they can make a fortune off of an oil industry. That's what this movie's message is about, and I think that's a message that needs to be heard more often in today's society. This is also a movie that does both things. It has a powerful message that people should also view as the correct message, but it also stars movie stars. Why wouldn't you want to watch a movie that stars Mark Ruffalo, Tim Robbins, Anne Hathaway, Bill Camp, Victor Garber, Bill Pullman? Why would wouldn't you want to watch a movie with those stars? These are well-known movie stars in a great movie. It's well done. It looks visually stunning. It's one of the best movies of 2019, yet not enough people have seen this movie. That's another similarity with a civil action. Not enough people saw that movie. I mean, why wouldn't you want to see that movie as well? It stars John Travolta, Robert Duvall, William H. Macy, Tony Shalhoub, James Gandolfini, John Lithgow, so many well-known stars. Those are the type of movies I want to see. Movie stars one, a quality plot, and a quality message. Those are the ingredients to making a great movie. We don't all have to just be obsessed with the same movies over and over again. I like superhero movies as much as the next guy, but I would much rather see Mark Ruffalo in a movie like Dark Waters than to see him ever play the Hulk again. That's just my opinion. You don't have to share that 
opinion. It's just what I'm looking for at a movie at this point in time. And I'm looking for a movie like Dark Waters. Great Mark Ruffalo performance. Great Tim Robbins performance. Anne Hathaway shows up for a few scenes. You also have Bill Camp, Bill Pullman, Victor Garber. This movie has it all. I definitely recommend you watch Dark Waters. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney and this week I put the spotlight on the movies Pieces of a Woman and Dark Waters. Next week I put the spotlight on the movies The High Note starring Dakota Johnson, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Kelvin Harrison Jr. and One Night in Miami starring Kingsley Benadire, Eli Gorey, Leslie Odom Jr. and Aldous Hodge. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you.